You are listening to How Does She Do It, episode 142. Welcome to the ride. Thank you for joining me for another episode of How Does She Do It? My name is Tiffany and I am your host. And through this podcast and my coaching, I help you own your story, live fueled by faith, and elevate your impact in your career and in your calling. If this is your first time listening, welcome. If this is your third, fourth, fifth, or 142nd time listening, welcome back. We are happy to have you. Welcome back indeed. I have been on a bit of a break and I am so excited and so happy to be back with you. If you want to connect with me on social, if you have been following me on social and reaching out to me, I appreciate you. I've been connecting with y'all there. I've been posting stories. But if you are new or you haven't followed me on social media yet, connect with me on Instagram. I am at Tiff South, and that's Tiff with two Fs. You can also follow the show's account at how does underscore she do it. The show notes for this week's episode will be available at HowDoesSheDoItPodcast.com. And I am really excited to be here. I'm really excited to be in front of the microphone, really excited to be reconnecting with you all and really approaching a very different season in my life, a very different um, career, right? Somewhat different career new career um, or new job, I should say, since my last episode, I have been dealing with a lot of the other things that the world has been dealing with, right? You know, we, it's 2021 as of, as of this recording. And last year, this time I was, you know, coming out of the goal setting series and really looking forward to what was going to be an amazing year. And what was still a both amazing year and a really, really challenging year. And I'm going to share some of those reflections later in the episode. But for now, let's get into this week's Just My Thoughts. Just My Thoughts is the segment of the show where I share my reviews, recommendations, or rejections. And this week, I am recommending a book that I'm going to talk about in a future episode, probably next month, called Get Out of Your Head. And the book is written by Jenny Allen, and she is a Christian. She is a, she runs an organization that's dedicated to empowering women. And I came across her book sometime sort late last late-ish last year and what i have appreciated about the book it is an approach to it's a faith-based approach to anxious thoughts and anxiety and she pairs it with science but it is so biblical and so it's just a really really good way to approach how we engage with god and speak and think about Christ as we deal with what makes us anxious. It is not damning. It is encouraging. It's practical. And I really, really love it. So I would encourage you to pick up the book. And if you enjoy it, if you get it, let me know. Take a screenshot of the book when you purchase it. And let me know if you end up picking it up or liking it. So like I said, I'll talk about some of the things that I've learned from that book in a future episode, but I am looking forward to finishing it. I have a couple, probably about three chapters left, and 
that, my friends, concludes this week's Just My Thoughts. So I titled this episode, Don't Miss Who You Are Becoming, because I, in thinking about the last 10 months of my life and thinking about the last 10 months of the reality that the world has shared in, the reality that the world has been individually and collectively walking through, the global, national, local, family, community, job, company, are all of our sort of circles, and then the individual way that we are all navigating and engaging and dealing with those seasons. One of the biggest things that occurred to me last year is the importance of, and, and this lesson, I actually just kind of reheard it in two different places in the last week. One was Eric Thomas's podcast and another was the Craig Groeschel's podcast. And they both talked about process and the importance of embracing the process and not focusing on the result or the outcome. And when I think about the last year that I've had, there was so much process happening that even as the world swirled around me, even as the world, you know, shut down literally, you know, March 13th is the, is the day that I remember, you know, being told that you don't come back to the office on Monday and thinking that it would be this temporary thing. Oh, by May, everything will be fine. By even by April, I was like a couple of weeks, everything will be fine. Clearly we know that's not the case. I'm not going to go into the the detail related to the pandemic. Personally, though, the opportunity because it was it was not an opportunity at first, it was a requirement and then over time it became an opportunity for me to sit still in a way that I have never in my life sat still. I had never outside of breaks between semesters and I graduated school many years ago, have a significant reunion coming up in June that is like, I don't, it's crazy that I've graduated college um, that long ago. But anyway, when I think about the amount of time that I had to just be still with my own thoughts, which was something that I used to avoid doing in, in no small measure, I didn't even like sitting with no music on. If you've been listening to this episode, this, this podcast for a while, you will have heard me talk about that. And one of the things that I had to deal with were, was my discomfort with sitting still was the opportunity that came with me being able to just rest and actually learn what rest was. Because I think I would sleep, I would chill sometimes, but I had not actually tried to rest and be intentional about rest in the way that I had the opportunity to be over the last almost year. And so the pandemic came with some financial challenges, as it has for many of you. I was working for part of my the time that I had been working free previously. I was working full time before, and for a period of time, I was only working fifty percent of my of my schedule. 
which was very new to me. And, um, and it again, required me to adjust and adapt and say, okay, who am I becoming in this process? How am I going to navigate this challenge? Am I going to find opportunity here or am I only going to dwell on what is difficult on the low hanging fruit of the difficulty and challenge of the situation? And I, I say all of this and I, I'm, I'm going to make this disclaimer. Anything that I'm saying in this episode is not meant to minimize the significant, very, very hard emotional reality of what came with the, with the pandemic and the financial challenges, the literal lives lost, the health issues, the pain. I know people who've tested positive. I know people who have lost loved ones, right? So it is a very, I, I get it. It's a very real thing where I am trying to focus this conversation and where I am trying to focus at least the opportunity for me, the pers- it's really about perspective, right? Because even in difficulty, perspective is always available to us. And this is something that Paul talks about a lot in his, in his writings. And he talks about how we have to be intentional about being content in all things, no matter what I long for. I can be content in Christ and I'm forgetting where that comes from. He talks about redirecting our thoughts. He talks about when you are feeling a certain type of way, think on these things, think on whatever is true, whatever is honest, whatever is just, whatever is worthy of praise. And that perspective does not diminish the difficulty and the reality of what is happening. But what it does do is it helps shape your mind to be able to navigate what you are dealing with. And so that is the context that I'm coming from in this, in this episode. That's the context that I'm coming from in this reflection. And, um, it does not take away the fact that I was earning 50% of my income for a time. It does not take away from the fact that I could not see my family and that I had to socially distance from my niece who was this beautiful little girl who had been born and that I had to, I couldn't even hold her, right? It doesn't take away from the fact that I have not been able to see my family for a long time. But what it does do is it helps me cope in the moment. It helps me remember that even as we're still going through this, right? As of this recording, the world is still closed. Outside is still closed for the most part. Some places, some people are acting like there's still not something, a deadly virus going around, but that's not for <laughs> the topic for this conversation. But places are opening up a little bit. They're experimenting with letting people in, all kinds of things. Yet we are still, I have a mandatory work from home order for my for my role, right? There's still a lot of that happening. And yet there are still people who have to go out who cannot have the option to work from home, who do not have the option, who have to show up every day and take public transportation and do all types of things. And so, and I will say thank you. If you are a list, if you were listening and you are an essential worker, you were always essential. So I, I actually don't even like, <laughs> I didn't even want to use that phrase. But if you are someone who does not have the option to work from home, thank you. If no one else has, I hope that people have, but thank you. And, and your, your family thanks you, right? Your, um, you know, the world needs you in a way that I don't think we recognize before all of this, which is another, another benefit. So if you can't tell already, this episode is a bit of stream of conscious. I had been 
overthinking preparing for this conversation, overthinking getting back in front of the microphone, overthinking what I was going to say, how I was going to talk about everything. And I just decided, you know what, Lord be with me in this conversation. I won't, I won't be before you long as, as some of the ministers say, and they say that, and then they end up being before you long, but I really am not going to be before you long. Um, but if you've listened to the show for a while, the last two years, I talk at usually at the end of the year. So usually in December, I talk about my goal setting process and the goal, the goal setting process that I use is from Michael Hyatt and it is from his best year ever course. And it is a investment, a small, moderately, moderately small investment, but it is something that I enjoy doing because it forces me to actually sit with something and think through, okay, answer these sets of questions, think about what your goals are. And he walks you through a framework about how to make goals smarter, not just smart goals, but smarter goals, how to reflect on the year, how to embrace things that you may even regret, how to encourage yourself, how to think through some of your limiting beliefs and how you need to replace them with what he calls liberating truths, how to transition from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset and to think about abundance. And it's not it it can feel, I was about to say it's not frou-frou. It can feel that way, but what it it grounds me in is, is, is sort of where I started is about the importance of your mindset. Because anything can be hard, anything can be difficult, anything can, you know, knock you down. But when you approach it with a way, okay, this knocked me down, but what is the lesson that I can learn here? This was really, really difficult, but what what is being shaped in me? What am I going to carry through or carry on with me from this experience that will serve me later? That is the way that I have approached my life from really as early as I can remember, which I'm convinced is one of the reasons it's a gift from God, number one, but number two, it's one of the reasons that I have been able, I was able to survive some of the, the, the trauma that existed in, in my life as a child. So what I want to do today is share with, from the perspective of um, don't miss who you are becoming, some of the lessons that I learned last year and the things that have helped shape my perspective significantly. So I started therapy in January of 2020, and it was after realizing that there were a series of emotional cycles that I kept finding myself in. There was um, my unresolved issues related to abandonment and, um, you know, abuse and all these kinds of things. And I knew that I had reached my own kind of the point where I could not help myself anymore. And I needed someone to help me work through and, and deal with some of these challenges. So I found a therapist who is absolutely amazing. I thank God for her every single week when we have our sessions. And um, in the in the process of going through therapy, I have grown significantly. And it really helped me cope, I think, in, very, in, in really meaningful ways with what we were dealing with last year. But one of the things, the first lesson that I will share, this is something that I learned in my relationship, in my therapy relationship. She said, Two things can be true at the same time, right? You don't have to choose and those two things don't have to compete. So 
Now, of course, that is not an absolute that does not apply to everything. But when you feel sad, right, and someone makes a joke and you want to laugh, right, (laughs) when you are dealing with financial struggle but can still have joy, when you are navigating health challenges but still feel the love and can and and the and the excitement and the joy of being around your family right you can have two seemingly opposite emotions and they both be true i can love you know the memory of someone who who hurt i can love an experience or or reflect on a positive memory of someone who hurt me right it doesn't all th- it's not absolute and that lesson has allowed me to sit in my frustration and recognize that there's opportunity and not make me feel bad about being frustrated or not make me feel like I'm dismissing the fact that I can see opportunity. And as humans, as people, one of our abilities is to be able to adapt and to be able to to see complexity in things. And as you approach where you are in your life, where you are in your in this year, where you are in your goals, embrace a perspective that allows you to accept that two things can be true at the same time. And it's so freeing because what it allows you to do is not feel like you have to choose because you can feel two different things, right? So I won't belabor that point, but um, yes, two things can be true. Two feelings can be true and can coexist at the same time. The second lesson that has freed me up so much is not quite dispelling with the, I won't say dispelling with the strong black woman kind of mantra and badge that we have, I think it is, it has been damaging in in some ways, but just the importance of feeling your feelings, feeling your feelings, don't cut them short or judge them. Don't judge yourself for having them. It's kind of connected to, to the last one, but feel your feelings. And this came specifically out of, there would be moments in, in my sessions where I would start crying or I would feel tears welling up and I would, I could feel myself dismissing the feeling. I could feel myself say, nope, you know, I don't feel like dealing with that right now. And after a few times, my therapist would be like, why, why do you do that? Let's talk about that. And, um, and then we explored what, what was behind me feeling like I could not feel my feelings because I would, you know, emotions are stupid, all these kinds of things. And it was, it was damaging to push down what was a very real feeling. And how many of you do that? How often do you feel yourself feeling an emotion and just push it to the side? Now, I will say in seasons and in moments that is absolutely necessary. I'm not saying again to do that all to just feel your feelings and just be a you know a bleeding ball of tears everywhere you go if those are your feelings or be really upset and break stuff. But it's is necessary to to adjust for the context of where you are. But when you're in a moment where you have the space to let your feelings go, let them. Let them and feel them and let them exist and don't try to condemn yourself for them. Don't try to talk yourself out of them. But instead, this is one thing, you question them with curiosity, not condemnation. Question your feelings and say, what is happening here, 
right? What is, what is being, what's being brought up for me? Cause even at work, right? Even if it's not something super deep, when you feel yourself, it's just like, I cannot believe this person sent me this email like this again. What is, what is so frustrating about that moment? And might, it might just mean she just pissed you off, right? She just made you upset. And, but it can clear, it can clear your moment. It takes you out of the feeling for a bit to help you direct your way through it. And not, again, not to cut it short or pretend that it didn't happen or to dismiss it, but to, but to acknowledge it and to say, okay, what's going on here? So feel your feelings, think through them, acknowledge them, and, and, and question them with curiosity. The third lesson that I learned last year is to trust God even when circumstances don't look like they will lead to an outcome I plan for. Trust God, really in short, trust God in all things, right? Trust God in all things because, you know, I have been in situations where I thought things were going to go one way. I thought something was going to take me in one direction. I had my own plan. I was like, I'm going to do this. It's going to be like that. Da, 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 da. And then in the process, things shift and the result looks very different than what I thought it was, or it looks very different than the outcome that I had attached my emotions to. So remember earlier, I mentioned being committed to the process and not the results. When you are focused on the process, when the results are what they are, you can accept them and navigate forward. But when you focus on the result and then the result shifts or it's different, then you have to rebuild yourself up all over again. But when you root yourself in trusting God through the process for whatever outcome may be, that is where that helps with peace. It can help you just put yourself at ease. And again, I say all these things just not to say having negative emotions is bad. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not telling you to live a delusional life where there is no negative negativity because that's not true. Um, especially this, this whole everything, this, there's a positivity culture out there that can, that has in at least research has shown it's making people feel as though they can't feel negative things. And that's just not true because we're people, we're dynamic beings and we're supposed to have negative emotions and they can sometimes keep us alive, right? <laughs> Depending on the situation. But what I am saying is that as you are navigating what you are in at the moment, put your trust in God, not in the plan that you thought you outlined for yourself. Trust your father in heaven, not the result that you have tied some value to, but trust that whatever the outcome is, he will allow you and help you navigate through it. And not only that, is sometimes the outcome that is that you didn't plan for is the better outcome. Sometimes the short term, sometimes it takes a little bit more time for you to, for, for that to be realized. But that is, if you trust it to him, if you leave it to him, then you don't lose because you're focusing on what you're growing and gaining in the process and you're clinging to him and he will never leave you or forsake you. So I, I'm going to share one more lesson that I learned and that is true for you as you as you think about it and reflect on your life the fourth lesson that i'll share is i am capable and i have the capacity to handle hard things and new challenges you 
are capable and you have the capacity to handle hard things and new challenges. Sometimes we get hit with something that catches us so off guard, it catches us by surprise and it knocks you down and you're just like, I can't deal with this. I do not, not even sometimes can't, I do not want to deal with this. I won't deal with this. And yet you as a child of God, as a human being on this earth, you have the capacity to deal with hard things. You have the capacity to handle new challenges. So much of it is of that being able to handle new challenges is being able to understand how you have dealt with challenges in the past and realizing the lessons that you have learned and carrying them forward. So recognize that you have the capacity, recognize that you have the, that you are capable of handling hard things and new challenges. So I'll just do a quick recap. And mind you, the piece of paper that I'm looking at with lessons is so many more of them here. Um, but I was like, let me not hit these people with a 40, 45 minute episode, the first, first one back. So <laughs> the first lesson was two things can be true at the same time. You don't have to choose. And those two things do not have to compete. And I realized in, in talking about that one and then connecting it to the second one, which was feel your feelings. You don't have to cut them short or judge them. They are connected, but the two things can be true thing can be true in terms of even our views related to what's happening in the world, our views about, um, you know, politics or like different types of things. It's, you don't have to exist at extremes and you can take the world is way more gray than, than what sometimes we are taught or sometimes we are fed. So you can, you, there is room for gray most of the time. Again, remember there are some absolutes, but you know what I'm saying. The third lesson, trust God, even when circumstances don't look like they will lead to outcomes you plan for. And the last one that I shared is I am, you are capable and have the capacity to handle hard things and new challenges. So thank you for joining me for episode 142 of the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode first time or your, you know, 142nd time listening or somewhere in between, please feel free to leave a five-star rating and review in the Apple podcast app. It is greatly, greatly appreciated and it will help let others know about the show and help people know how, if you are gaining anything from it. And the other thing I didn't mention at the top of the episode was if you are listening to this, take a screenshot, not while you're driving, of course, take a screenshot of you listening to this episode, tag me at Tiff South, and I will reshare it in my stories. And if you feel so inclined, share something, share a takeaway that you, um, that you gain from this episode. So again, I am at Tiff South, Tiff with two F's on the Instagrams. I look forward to connecting with you in the next episode. And until next time, be blessed and be a blessing. Peace.